Welcome to Mighty House. This is a radio show for people with problems. Home improvement problems, that is. Send an email now to Robbie at MightyHouse.net or call into the show at 877-711-5611. From foundation leaks to roof repairs, the Mighty House team is on the job. You're You're listening listening to Mighty House. Thanks. I'm Ron Calgill. The Mighty House team is back. You can join us on Facebook Live right now, brought to you in part by Roofers and Waterproofers Local 11, Smart 265, Mr. Floor, and Mag Erad. We're broadcasting worldwide and live at MightyHouse.net, TuneIn.com. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. Podcasts and previous shows available at MightyHouse.net, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and on HomeImprovementUSA.com. Find links to all of them at MightyHouse.net. Video clips of the show are available at MightyHouse.net and on our Mighty House YouTube channel. And you can join us there also and watch uh, Rich get his head shaved. We got that mm-hmm. posted up on the YouTube channel now. And you can follow us on Facebook by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. And our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. And if you give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline, it's 877-711-5611. And you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at MrFloor.com. Did Robbie? Is she talking? No. No, she's sitting Yes, there. I said dot .com. Oh, ah, there you go. Dot .com. Randall had you off. Yes, I didn't hear <laughs> Or maybe her that off. little mute Don't button that me. you showed me how yeah. to use one time. Yeah, the mute button. Oh, yeah, he, she, she hit the mute button. There we go. No, I didn't say I hit it. <laughs> oh, no, you did hit it. There we go. Maybe. Maybe, kind of, sort of. Okay, so do you still have your uh, top five things for 2019 up, do you, or did you close that? Randall told me I had to close it. Oh. But one of them was lighting, and it was something about circulian lighting. Rich, am I saying that right? Uh don't know. I have no idea what that is. C-E-R. I can't remember because it's not up anymore. Okay. I had to close everything down. But it was some sort of lighting was the trend, was a big trend. Circular lighting? I don't know. The like. Ca- cylindrical. C- Circulean? C-E-R-U-L-E-A-N. Circadian. Something like that. Circadian? What, what's it? Not circadian Maybe lighting? it was circadian. Because that's some like sort the ro- of light. That's like light, dark, light, dark, kind of like the rhythms thing. Yes. No, I don't know. <laughs> well, I know LED lighting has gotten more popular, and the and the wafer lights are the way to go. You can. We've got a YouTube video up on on our YouTube page if you want to go watch that about LED lighting. So um, maybe that's what she's talking about. Uh, I don't know, because Randall said I had to get rid of everything. Dump it all. Yep. Dump it all. Notice you haven't dropped off yet, Robbie. Yeah. Yeah, there is that. (laughs) So what else is going on? Come here. Here, look at this. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'll take a second for the video to catch up, and then you could see this. Oh, no. It's it's pretty good here. I'm seeing it. The top, I've seen the top of her head. That's about it. Or his head, mm-hmm. whatever it is. I see fuzz. Oh, yeah. 
So we have this little doggy that's uh, the landlord has this little dog and she runs up to wake us up every day. <laughs> and Don says, get out of my bed. Get out of my bed. Yes. But she's so cute. <laughs> Rich, you look so happy. <laughs> Uh, we're doing just fine. Yeah, yeah, we're doing just <laughs> fine. There you go. Okay, so the number to call is 877-711-5611. If you have any questions for us. Sure, anything, anything at all. We can. We got you right. covered, right? Because I can't right. come up with emails because I had to close everything off. Oh, okay. Well, that that's one way to do it. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see, what else? We got that, we got that, we got that. Um, so one thing I think, uh, we need to watch out for moving forward. If you're taking small children to the big box stores, there, yeah. there is a video that popped up. I can't, I, and I can't remember where I saw it. Someone did not pay attention to their little boy and he climbed up 20 feet and was walking around on the top of all the racking. Oh, no. <laughs> At the big box store. So he cl- How does somebody yeah. not pay attention to their child to that point? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so he was walking, and there's a video of him walking back and forth between all the boxes on the storage stuff up there. And they end up having to go get one of those lifts and pick them up and go up there and grab them and take them back down. Yeah, that's crazy. So uh, keep an eye on your kids if, when you go to the big box store. And don't let them crawl up the, uh, the racking. So, right. That was uh, that's kind of nutty. Uh huh. That that was. Yes, yes, Robbie. We have a question. Okay. Okay. The middle post in my railing on my front porch has rusted away and is no longer embedded in the concrete. Okay. Mm-hmm. Without pulling the rail completely off, what fix would you suggest? Pulling the railing completely off. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I hate to say it, you know, that's one of those questions where, you know, you just sound like a jerk because it's like you need a new railing. So if the middle one is already rotted, the other two are probably not too far behind. Right. And it's supposed to be designed to, the code is 250-pound lateral load. So if you lean against it, you're going to fall. And, you know, putting one thing in the middle when the other two are still weakened is probably not good. Right. Just saying. So uh, there are railing companies out there, though. What they can do is they'll come out, they'll they'll... Uh, pop that one lower section out. They can put a new piece in there and then re-weld that on, and then so that way you've got a new leg in there. And and that's uh that's a quick fix without having to cut the whole thing off. But um, you have to find uh, somebody that's going to come out and weld in five five below weather. So that that's the issue. But if you want to wait till spring, I'm sure you could find somebody uh, a handyman, somebody that's got a a welder can come out there and core that out. Put in a new piece of one by one steel rod, weld it in place, and then once that's done, then you regrout around the hole so that, that way it holds it. Um, yes, he just posted because he's watching us on Mighty House Radio Show live on the Facebook machine. Okay, and he mm-hmm. says the other two are good. Yeah, so if that's okay. the case, you can they they make a they make a concrete uh, hole saw that you can just drill. So you got to bust out the old steel first, but then you can just re-drill that. And you drill a hole in there, pop in. I could have drilled the hole with the rest of the railing in the way. Well, you, you drill at an angle. You don't go straight down. You just go at an angle so you can still stand it up, you know. 
It's not perfect, okay. but it's better. <laughs> or, or you could just take a sawzall, cut the whole thing off, redrill the hole, weld it, put it back in. You know? Yes. You could do that too. I guess if you're out there with the welder, what's the difference, right? Right. So well, if he's got to show up in the first place, might as well weld three of them. Sure. Yeah. That you know, if you're going to be, you got a minimum of an hour anyway. So, you know, I guess it wouldn't make that much difference. If you want, if you wanted that hole in the concrete to be exactly straight and not like off at an angle. So, yeah, I don't know. That's uh, the problem with the, putting the, all that steel, the wrought iron railing in, and sending them into the concrete is that the, they they do end up picking up rust and the the legs rust out on them and the railings are still fine so right wire brush and uh some rust-oleum and when you start to see that Thank rust you. yep so and there's another product called rust buddy that you, you can uh if you get the rust spots on there you can kind of wire brush it put that rust buddy on there i've i've did that to the bumper on my truck it's been on there three years and the rust spot still has not come back so uh, rust buddy it's called rust buddy yeah um you shake it up, you know, it's like it comes in a little bottle, you shake it up, you pour it in a pan, and then you just, like, use a, a foam brush, and you put it on there. And it, hmm. don't ask me what it does to the rust, but it, it like, solidifies it, and the rust doesn't continue. It's, uh, it's pretty really? cool. Yeah. I'll take a picture of it on my, on my, because uh, I got the truck here. You know, it's our, it's our plow truck that we beat the right. snot out of. So, <laughs> it's not like I did this and it sat inside. It's, it sat outside. It's been, it, it's been running through all kinds of of stuff so um it's out in the worst conditions all the time and it, the rust did not continue it stopped it so nice so if something is rusting on a car and there's like a hole yeah like it's already gotten through made a hole can no can the rust buddy fill in the hole no it'll you'd have to clean it up put the rust buddy on there to, to on both sides of it and then you'd have to you know bond to it but it's the other thing is, normally you would just cut it out. So you, you, you cut out the bad part, patch in some steel, and put it back. Right. So, But you can also do the fiberglass and Bondo if you're going to want a car that waves at you. You could do that, too. <laughs> so, Isn't that what you called it when you were a kid, Rich? Yes. Car wave at you when you went by because uh-huh. the body work was so smooth. <laughs> the Bondo was, was you know all over the place, and it was pretty right. bad. All right. All right, we're going to take a quick break here, and uh, we've got some phone calls to get to after the break. And Robbie's uh, playing kissy face with a dog down in Florida. So uh, if you're on Facebook, you get to watch that. So we'll be back right after this. You're listening to Mighty House. This is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. Does your dig that? Yeah! <laughs> I thought you said your dog did not bite. Is that a snot, Mad Dog? It's Mighty House. Call Mighty House now at 877-711-5611 and get advice from the experts themselves. This is Mighty House. We're broadcasting worldwide and live at MightyHouse.net, TuneIn.com. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. You can give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline. It's 877-711-5611, and you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe, and you can learn more at MrFloor.com. .com. 
All right, there we go. And if you were listening on the Facebook, you got to hear Trixie talking about all the different options you have with Mr. Floor. That's not just a floor cleaner. There's there's a granite top cleaner, and I don't know. Maybe she'll actually come in and actually give us the full list. Do you, she? No, she's not going to do that. <laughs> Probably not. No, she's not. She doesn't want anything to do with it. No. Oh, Randall, do you have that list, or does she just rattle that off? She rattles that off by memory, and she's going to choke me now yeah. because I... Because you you had her on the Facebook. Exactly. Yeah, excellent. There you go. Perfect. We still need to get a camera in there on you, you, buddy. I think she really would kill me if we got a camera in. Oh, yeah, that's that's probably true. What happened to to, uh, Fresh Meat? He went running out of here like there was a fire. He has to go get a passport picture taken. Oh, okay. Yeah, is he leaving the country already? Yeah, apparently in the summer he's going out of country. Oh. Nice. Cool. All right, uh, who do we have on the line there? We have Russell from Griffith, Indiana. All right, let's uh, let's get him in there. Hey, Russell, you're on Mighty House. Thanks for hanging on. Yeah, I have a uh, septic system here at my house. Okay. And it's running slow. <laughs> running slow? And I want to go to one of the big box stores and get one of those big electric snakes. Okay. And uh, snake the system out. Okay. Okay, if I have roots or this and that, what kind of attachments am I going to have to need to uh, do this right? Uh, they they have. Well, the, go ahead, Rich. Cutter head, which you're not going to get at a box store. Well, if the rental ones that the, if you rent them, yeah. they do have the cutter heads on there, and it almost looks like a like a big thick saw blade that's U shaped. So um, you you squeeze them in there, you know, like when you go to put it in the pipe, you squeeze it together. And then those blades go down, and as you as you uh, it's turning, it's just like saw cutting and ripping the blades out. Now you might need to go in a little bit, pull it back, clean the roots, and and take a couple runs at it if you're not getting it to go through very well either. So, do you have a clean out outside, or is this you running it from your basement out? I, that's what I was thinking. Uh, can can I put one of those uh, snakes down the toilet, or will I have to take the toilet off because I have no uh, drain out? Oh, you have no clean out anywhere? Um, you could go right down through the toilet. That would be a very effective way. Yes. But um if it's a larger if it's a if it's a larger snake, you may not be able to get it through there. So um the smaller ones will fit through the through through the toilet. The other thing that'll happen is it'll just leave marks, like steel marks on the white porcelain from it flipping around and stuff. So um you might oh, I'd take the toilet off. Yeah. Uh, taking the toilet off is is the better option. Because then you can also get the larger cutters in there. You wouldn't get the large cutters through the toilet. All right. That sounds like a plan. Yeah, it's it's well, not I mean, fun. the toilet's easy enough. That only takes a couple minutes to move it. And at least, you know, the worst part's like putting it in the, put some plastic in the tub and just set the toilet in your tub. Yes. <laughs> and then get a new wax ring so you're ready to go. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, because you know you're going to need a new wax ring and the Johnny Bolt kit. And uh, you'll be all set. All right, sounds great. Thanks a lot, guys. All right, good luck, Russell. All right, right, there we go. Thanks. Um, And then also, you know what? The other thing I was just thinking of, it just started doing this. The the line might not be deep enough in the ground. It's actually starting to freeze. You think it's freezing? It could be freezing, too. Well, I don't, yeah, we didn't ask him how long. He said it's just started to run slow, but I don't know if it was today or, you know, over the last month. But, yes, you could be correct. If it's been running slow for the past six months, yeah, you need to cut it out. Um, if it just started in the past week or so, it could be that the sewer line is just not deep enough and is starting to freeze up. 
So uh, that that's another thing to kind of think about. So if you run really hot water through there and keep running the hot water through it, through it, and then it starts to clear up, then you know you got an icing problem. So um, that, that's pretty Maybe. tough. Maybe. That could be it. Are you back, Robbie? Where was I? I don't know. There was like a bunch of rattling and stuff, and then you went there. The screen went blank, and then we got shots of your feet, and then you were back. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard being rich. It's hard being rich. I know. I don't know how he can sit still for three hours. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> he gets up. He he goes. He gets up and he goes. To, uh, gets his breakfast during the breaks. At the five minute breaks, yeah, you got to go take a little walk, and then yeah, it's. But it, you're right. I mean, and then if the show starts going awry, then it is hard to concentrate. <laughs> or or I start you know checking balances and yeah. you know. Yeah. So yeah, that's bad. It, when he, so I have one for you. This will freak you out. Okay. So you, I got a big house I'm building on the other coast, right? Sure. So we got to submit for permit. They require seventy percent. Of your permit fee up front when you submit. Uh-huh. How do you it's know how $190,000. Whoa. What? That's 70% of my permit fee. How can they calculate the permit fee without knowing what you're building yet? Because I base it on our estimated cost per square foot of construction. Got it. So you, so, tell, them you're, so you tell them you're building a tiny house. That's right. And then you <laughs> submit the big house. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so yeah, it's pretty crazy. Like you know, that's that doesn't even seem fair. Or or like a coach house. You, you well, you're putting the coach house in, so that's what you submit. Right. Not so much. Wow, that is nuts. Yeah. Anyway, what else going on construction? See, lumber prices are down. Yep. Steel's up. Yep. And um. um I keep reading about housing is starting to slow down, construction starting to slow down. I don't. Are you feeling that down there, Rich? Um, not exactly yet, but I had lunch yesterday with one of my subcontractors, and they do metal framing, drywall, and stucco. Yeah. And they actually had a couple of guys come in this week looking for work. Oh. So that's an indicator that yes, it is starting to stabilize. I think we're in somewhat an insulated pocket. The the what we build and where we build. Uh huh. You know, it's obviously people with money are always going to have money, right? So, right. <clears throat> but that said, I do think it is slowing down a little bit, mm-hmm. but, and it may not be a bad thing because I think the way it went right after the recession, we just, you know, everything started getting too expensive. And then obviously the skilled trades gap is huge. Right. And so that, I guess that's kind of my, one of my questions there. Is it slowing down because, we just can't find enough labor to get the work done that we need to get done. And so that is like putting the brakes on the whole system. Mm-hmm. Or, is it, or is it really just a, uh, you know, the houses are sitting on the market and not selling now, you know? So. Um, no, I think that, that there's a slowdown in that. I mean, they jacked the interest rates a tiny bit, which yep. the funny thing is they only jacked them a quarter percent or half percent in the last year. Yep. Um, which should be enough to get people to, off the sidelines, yes. right? If you were debating on whether to do it, because historically the rate is still ridiculously low. Yes, insane. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I just I think it's a little bit of everything, and you know, it depends where you want to go. Right, and you know, you read the like in Chicago cranes about the real estate in the Chicagoland area, and it's still pretty stable. We never 
spiked up like the rest of the country did. So therefore, we're not going to take that same tumble because we're not, you know, the the prices right. didn't get out of hand. So therefore, they can't tumble as far. So um, I think you know it's being it, they're actually rather stable right now. So yes, Robin. Mm-hmm. Well, I was going to say I have a new topic. If you would like to go to sure. a new topic, go ahead. Um, before I was told to turn off everything on my computer, I had an article up about things that you can wash in your washing machine. Probably things we've talked about. You could wash pillows in your washing machine. You could wash baseball hats in your washing machine, things like that. But I had never heard before that you could wash your car mats in the washing machine. And so I wanted to ask you car guys what you thought about that. I wouldn't wash them car mats in my washing machine. I'd go to the laundromat and do it. Yeah, that seems like a bad because, idea to me. Yeah. It sounds like a what? A bad idea. A bad idea. Why? And that's why, why I'm Because they're too chunky why. and stuff, and it would end up making... It's just the noise alone would drive me crazy, well, whether that, or not they came out clean or not. Yeah, and then what about all like the, the rubbers and the oils that are in it? You know, that the, your, the floor mats in your car, it, that's got all the... All the oils walking through parking lots and, and, you know, in the garage and on your driveway. All that debris and oil and grease is all on your floor mats. Do you want that right. in your washing machine? So then all of a sudden, what do you, what's the next load you do after that? Towels or whites? And then all of a sudden, all that grease and oil that was on the drum inside is now getting transferred to your clothes. It's like well, my... I would assume the next load that you do is a clean the washing machine load. <laughs> yeah. Or you're saying it's going to be there all the time. Well, it's going to be there for a while. That's why I said go. To, if you're going to do that, go to the laundromat. Um, but what's wrong with just putting them out on the driveway and hosing them down? You know, right? That's I, I scrub a little them. scrubby brush, a little bit of soap. Seems yep. pretty straightforward to me. Yeah, I wouldn't be putting them in the washing machine. No. no they also said, and I don't know. I haven't tried that, but I was going to <laughs> until you told me not to. Yeah, no. Um, they also said you can. Clean a leather handbag what? in the washing machine. It's going to shrivel oh. up. Yeah. No, water and leather don't mix. No, that's n- no good. No bueno. No bueno. Yeah. <laughs> 877-711-5611. Going back to the car mat thing and the laundry mat, that... Does that mean, or does that kind of seem like a jerk move to do it in a laundromat <laughs> where somebody else has to use the machine? Yeah. Oh, no, I know. But I wouldn't do it in mine. <laughs> you don't, I'm not going to do it in mine, but I'll do it in the one that the other guy right? has to use right exactly. after me. Right, exactly. So he's he runs all his white shirts from work and through there, and then he's got grease stains all over him. You know, and yeah, oil stains. Yeah, can't figure out where that came from. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, that's that's not cool. I I don't know. I just wouldn't do it. The, my floor mats don't need to be that clean. Yes, Randall. Oh, you're okay, just 60. All right, cool. They don't need to be that clean. They don't. You're going to put your feet back on them again, you know? Right. So, so I don't know. Especially for an everyday car. You know, if it's a, if it's a, uh, a show car, something, you, you know, you only drive in nice weather, and those floor mats, okay, fine. Maybe you could scrub them, but, you know, they're not going to get that dirty then either because... You're not you're not using it, not using that car or that truck during those inclement weather where you're going to get all that nasty stuff on it anyway. So, all right, mm-hmm. we're going to take another quick break and uh, we'll come back with more. More? Yeah, right after this. More. You're listening more to good. Mighty House. This is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. 
Lisa, if you don't like your job, you don't strike. You just go in every day and do it really half-assed. That's the American way. It's Mighty House. Call Mighty House now at 877-711-5611 and get advice from the experts themselves. This is Mighty House. You can join us on Facebook Live right now. Brought to you in part Roofers and Rutterproofers Local 11, Smart 265, Mr. Floor, and Mag Erad. You can follow us on Facebook by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show, and our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. And if you give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline, it's 877-711-5611. You will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at MrFloor.com. Dot com. Dot com. Dot com. So uh, one other thing. Guess what I, I got? It. Guess what I got to do this week, Rich? Robbie? What'd you got to do? I, we got a call. Um, shovel snow. I, well, kind of, yeah, it was a shovel. I did have to shovel snow to get to do this project. Hmm. My my satellite dish doesn't work. It had yeah. it had so much snow and ice built up on it that it didn't work anymore. So yeah, you had I, to go up on the roof and take the snow off. But I thought you cut the cord. I did, but not uh, not one of my clients. I, oh. I didn't do it for my house. We got gotcha. we got the phone call. Come fix my TV. So we went out there with the forty footer. Oh, no. Shoveled the shoveled the back patio so we could get the ladder up there and and then uh, had to torch the whole thing just just to get all the ice build up off of it. So, so then really yeah, and then it worked fine as soon as we got the snow off of it uh, hmm. and the chunks of ice. But what I did, which uh, I thought was pretty cool, and we'll, I'm, I'm going to ask you, Rich, what do you think about this part? Is I bought you know blaster they they make the PB blaster. They have they have a lubricant that's called a dry lubricant, mm-hmm. and it's made for like snow blowers and stuff like that to put in your snow blowers. Right. So so if the snow comes out easier, I sprayed two coats of that on the dish. <laughs> so it's a hydrophobic product, so then the ice and snow can't stick to it. That's the that was the idea. Yes. So like you Teflon coated it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's got a Teflon coated dish now. Yeah. That's an outstanding idea. Yeah. So I don't know if it's going to work or not. Exactly. We don't know, but guess what? Uh huh. You will find out now. <laughs> yes, I will. If she calls back, uh, and uh, I mean they've they've lived in this house probably four years now, I think, and mm-hmm. and she's never called about it before, so I think she just you know always dealt with it, but we'll see if it actually does make a difference now. Well, so, and you know sometimes it's just the direction of the wind or whatever, so it, you know what I mean? Right. Like, it may not ever have happened before it's just this time the wind was in the right direction temperature was right and it stuck yeah oh and then of course it says you know it's like a grayish dish but right um right in the top middle area is a big black area with lettering on it that says dish network right right yeah. so guess what happens to the snow and ice right there the sun it melts because it's black <laughs> yeah the sun melts and then of course it slides down and right underneath it Right in the center of the dish is where... Is where the LNBs are for the pickups. Right. And that's where all the ice built up was. It was from, sure. from there all the way down. It was like... But the logo, the black logo was perfectly fine. You could see that. And it was just caked full of ice, two inches thick all the way down. So uh, I think... Nice. Dish, work, dish Network needs to change a little bit of their, uh, their signaling. 
Well, it, there, there must be a reason of, why they don't paint the whole dish black. I don't know. I have well, maybe just because it doesn't stand out as much. If it's gray, it blends in more. Yeah. Uh, but some, if it was all painted black, then you would be able to. Yeah. It would melt itself. Right? Yes, it would. It would be. Yeah. It would be. It would take care of itself. So, um, so anyway, I tried that uh, PB Blasters uh, dry lubricant, and we're going to see. If it's like a silicone sprayer. Uh, something like that. So tough and with Teflon. So we'll see if it works or not. That's I, interesting. Yeah, it is. It is. I laid two coats on there and we'll see. So I'd curious if anybody else, you can drop us an email, give us a call. 877-711-5611. How do you keep the ice off of your dish? Um, just be curious to see how you right. do it. Cause that was something I ran into this week that I just, I was like, I don't know what to do. Well, I used to have direct TV in my old house up there in Tinley. I never, I think I only had that happen once. Really? Where I had to, you know, clean it off like that. Huh. Yeah. I mean, when I, um, I never, because she wasn't home when I did it, so I didn't get to ask her if it happens all the time or not. Right. Uh, the housekeeper was amazed I fixed it. <laughs> that, <laughs> that, that's cool. She, she said, oh, my TV's back. You know? Right. So. Well, that's good, though. Yeah, exactly. Now she can watch her stories again. Oh, boy. Right. Oh, boy? Watch her stories. Well, isn't that what it is? They're soap yeah, operas. Oh, soap. Uh, okay. But they're stories. <clears throat> Something Okay. Like that. No, maybe not. Okay. All right, good. Yes. yes okay, back to you, is. Robbie. Back to me. Well, what are some of the other things that you could wash in your washing machine other than the leather coat, a coat, handbag? Uh, how about I, my sneakers? I wouldn't. Tennis shoes. Yeah, sneakers. But they say never dry them. Never put them in the dryer. You okay. can wash no, your tennis shoes. Cause a shrinkage. But never put them in. Yeah. Okay. But um, I don't have the list anymore because, you know, Randall and making me, you know. <laughs> So you get us started on these topics, you just can't finish the topics. Is yeah. That, okay. So what are some of the other funky things that you guys have washed in your washing machine? Uh, funky, carburetors. Funky things, carburetors. Yeah, put them in the dishwasher. Yeah, carburetors go in the dishwasher. So it's okay to wash a carburetor in the dishwasher, but you can't wash a car mat in the washing machine? Yes. No. You're going to eat off the dishes that you use after you do the carburetor. Yeah, but it's no different because you're eating your sandwich right after while you're working on the, on the carburetor anyway. So you've got all the grease and oil on your hands, and you're just grabbing your sandwich and eating while you're working. So right. that, that's the same thing. That's no big deal. It's not on my clothes. Unbelievable. <laughs> So is there anything that people should be more aware of this week? Um, you posted about taking the hose bib off. Yep. What if we haven't done it yet and it's frozen? You're in trouble. <laughs> you're probably going to be in trouble. definitely in trouble. Go get it off of there, but then you're going to have to be very careful. Have somebody stand inside the house, you know, when you can, before you, when you, the next time you go to turn that hose bib on, yep. make sure you're, somebody's in the house waiting for it to pour. Yeah, the you can you're gonna need a pair of pliers or something to get the hose off of there and and crack it off the the hose bib, and then you can turn it on and see if it drains. Um, if it if it starts blowing water, then then you're happy. Check the basement or the crawl space, make sure it's not leaking down there, and you'll 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 be okay. Um, but if yeah. if uh, if you have to turn if you turn on the water and nothing happens, 
you know, you can you can try and put a torch on the end where the where you hook up the hose, the metal part there, and slowly let it let it start to heat up, and eventually um, it should clear out if that heat can travel back there far enough. If it if, if you can't with a torch, you can't get it to go. You got some bigger problems. I would leave it alone. So wait till spring. Yeah, wait till spring, and when you turn it on, you'll flood your basement. So just right. rem- that's just- what I said. Make sure somebody's in the basement. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or the lower level watching when you turn it back on. Yes. the first time because you've just created a big problem. Yes. You know what? We need to do a YouTube video on that. I'll, mm. I'll, next time uh, we'll do a YouTube video when we when we do it. I'll grab a a uh, hose bib out of uh, yeah the frostless hose bib out of the shop and we can uh, we can talk about it. And, because at least there, when we're at the shop and we're doing that stuff, then I can point mm-hmm. and we can. I, I run back and yes, visual aids. <laughs> yes, I run back in the shop and go grab the parts and come running back in, while Rich is talking, filling time. So, um, just like we did with the LED lights. Yeah, works. Yep. Yeah. So um, I think washing machines should be used for washing clothes. And I don't really put carburetors in the dishwasher. Yeah, yeah, maybe and shoes. And maybe shoes. Um. But and pillows. That's pillows. All, that's all normal bedding. All that stuff is okay. normal, to, I think, to wash, isn't think it? Think about throw pillows. How many, like, that you sit on somebody's couch, how many people ever wash their throw pillows? Rich? Uh, no. Ron? Don't have any. You don't have a single pillow on a couch in your house? No. <laughs> what do you need pillows for? They just get I in the way. Actually, either we got some of them fancy ones on the bed that I got to take off every yeah, day and put on every just, morning. They just get in the way. Yeah, dog so. likes them. <laughs> yeah, there so, you go. So you got you take them, you pitch them off to the side. So what do you need the throw pillows for? You know, you you, you keep a nice little blanket there in case you get a little chill. You can cover up. You know that that's about it. Right, and then you have to rest your head on a little pillow. No, 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 no. You you rest your head on the back of the couch or the chair. That's that's what it's there for. You know, the, mm. you kick How your, often do you wash that little blanket? I'd never wash it. But the boss, I'm she washes them all the time. Nice. I don't. How do. often Rich do you wash yours, the little blankets? Um, I'd never do. I'm not allowed to do laundry. <laughs> no, I'm not either. <laughs> I'm not either. <laughs> There's one more thing we can put. The, we're the same, Rich. Yes. <laughs> Somehow when I first got married, I managed to put red stuff with white stuff, and uh, it all came out pink, and uh-huh. I was then no uh-huh. longer allowed to do laundry. You did that on I, purpose, too, just like me, didn't you? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I just bite my tongue and let him do it because it's so much more worth it for me to have him do it. Oh, yeah. Since I've joined the gym, now there's like three times as much laundry. Yes. You know, because you go to the gym, you got sweaty clothes, you put other clothes on. But he'll take things like, you know, the mop head, for example, uh-huh. or, you know, the dirty rags that you clean the house with. Yeah. And he'll throw them all in with the clothes. Sure. Makes- that makes me crazy. But I don't say anything. <laughs> Well, I think like if it's if your Levi's or your jeans, then anything can go in there. Right. Yeah. Dirty rags, whatever. It all works out. That it all comes out in the wash. Yeah. But (laughs) yeah, I just separate by levels of dirty. Uh huh. Yeah. Cool. All right. 
Where, now, Robbie, you still there? Oh, there, she's back. Okay. I am. I am. Okay. Where was I? Uh, you were gone. I don't know what happened. Hmm. So, um, okay, of all places, would you expect Idaho to just, they just passed a contractor's licensing uh, a license fee. So now if you're going to work in the state of Idaho, you need a contractor's license. Okay. I found that to be is amazing. It a, is it a test or is there a fee? Yeah, it's a test and a fee. Yes. Well, I mean, I don't know why you find that unusual. It's, I mean, Boise is a fine town. You know, 30,000 people, you know. Boise's bigger than that. <laughs> I don't know. We'll be back right after this. <laughs> this is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. Lisa and I built your room. But I don't like this clown. Uh, I wouldn't take it down if I were you. It's a load-bearing poster. It's Mighty House. Call Mighty House now at 877-711-5611 and get advice from the experts themselves. This is Mighty House. Hey, fresh meat's back. All right, there we go. Didn't take long to get the photo. Nope, it didn't. We're broadcasting worldwide and live. Mightyhouse.net, tunein.com. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. You can follow us on Facebook by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show, and our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. And uh, I think that's it. We're pretty much there. It's the end of the show, dude. I know. So, it goes kind of quick. Yeah, it does. Are you there, Robbie? <laughs> Are you there, Robbie? Hello? Hello? She's, she's there. I see her. I know. She's giving us three seconds. But this seconds. has got such a delay. That could have been <laughs> yesterday. There, she, well, I can hear. I, We're not. No, she's she's done. <laughs> she's done. Yeah. She is out. You almost made it, Robbie. With this is. I the, can hear you guys fine. Oh, there now. Now we heard you. Okay. This is the best we have ever done with you being down there and actually trying to broadcast a show. So I right. I commend uh, Randall and his ability yeah. to control your computer from here. <laughs> so now we we still have to work on this internet issue. Um but other than that Please send me that personal hotspot thing. Yes, I will send that to you. So that'll that'll be good. We we'll get that squared away and um that right. should make a difference. So oh yeah, and you should be able to do it because all you gotta do is plug it in. Once you plug it in, turn it on and then Randall can handle it from there. So that sounds good. I'll try to find out my address here and send it to you. <laughs> okay, good. Or we send it to your neighbor. Who, who isn't your cousin the neighbor or something? Yeah, I don't know their address. Oh, you just know how to get there. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Got it. Okay. Cool. Well, ask Don. He probably knows. And then there's the. It's my cousin. Don wouldn't know their address. <laughs> <clears throat> and then there's the neighbor that we stalk, who I've talked to you about before, that we stalk over here. Uh huh. You stalk will, the neighbors. Yeah, he's a famous singer. He lives three doors away. Oh, three doors down? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I'll give you a hint. Rich, Rich got Allison's it. Restaurant. Allison's Restaurant? Allison's Restaurant. That's the hint to the famous singer. Yeah, I don't know. I know the song, but I don't know. I have to Google it. I don't now know. Now you got me Googling again. 
don't say it out loud because everybody's going to come and stalk. <laughs> like you? <laughs> All right. So, That's uh, an let's, old song anyway. Yeah, let's recap from the beginning of the hour here. We started on it a little bit. Make sure, you know, with this really cold weather in the Chicagoland area and uh, across the, the northern tier of the country, it's, it's, there's single digits. It's below zero. I think it's still four or five below right now here. Uh, make sure your garden hose is disconnected from the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to make sure that it, that the uh, hose bib drains properly. Watch out for your furnace and your water heater exhaust if they go out the side of the house through yes. PVC. Those will uh, condensate, and uh, you'll see a lot of steam coming out of there. They start to and freeze they will up. frost over. Yes, and you'll get a big chunk of ice there, and then all of a sudden your furnace or your water heater won't work anymore. So... Make sure you check those, you know, every... Do not stick your tongue on the steel pole outside. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you don't want to do that either. And um, so you can uh, just double-check that. Check them once a day uh, just to walk over on the, on the side of the house, wherever they are, and make sure that they're not getting frosted over. Or if there's snow that's <laughs> piling up and you get, uh, you get snow piling up onto it, too, you could get a snow drift that'll go over those pipes, and then mm. that'll also shut it off. So... Make sure those are clear. You're uh, not getting snow, too. Just It's too cold to snow. Uh, no, there's, it, it's supposed to warm up uh, tomorrow, and we're supposed to get another six inches tomorrow. So, Ooh. Yeah. Listen to Mike Novak, you know, between uh, 9 and 11 tomorrow, towards the end of the show, he, he has uh, Rick uh, DeMaio on, and they talk about the weather. So you want to get the latest I don't know. Weather. It says right now my phone is showing that in Chicago it's 1, so oh. it's warmed up. Yeah, see? Look at that, a heat wave. Mm-hmm. Excellent. F- 54 here. Well, that's cold. It is cold. <laughs> <laughs> you got a sweatshirt on and everything. They're supposed to, yeah, I yeah, do. And um, it's supposed to pour tomorrow, and we're supposed to go to swamp buggy races, and I hope the swamp buggy races don't get rained out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's not good. No. We do them a couple of times a year. Yeah, exactly. Anyway. So... Um, but yes, be careful in the cold. Yes. You know, if you got to go on a road trip, make sure you uh, pack some food, some clothing, and some blankies just in case. Yep. Yep. You want to make sure that you can do that. And then, of course, if it, it, the other thing that we had the uh, Judy Friedland in here from the uh, Chicago Department of Buildings, and mm-hmm. uh, she said uh, she was talking about monitoring the heat. And if there's heat complaints, First, call your landlord, let them know, and if they're not responding, they're not turning the heat up, then uh, you can call 311 to report call the issue. Call 411 and get the number. <laughs> call 311. Hello, 411. Hi, can you give me the phone number for 311, please? <laughs> and that, then you can report the issue to 311, and they will send someone out to uh, to either take care of the situation or get you out of there and get you someplace that is warm. So I think that's the key thing. If the, you know, the slumlord is not going to take care of it, then yes, you definitely want to get them out of that place. Cause that's where all these people have problems. They go out and get a space heater then. Yes. You know, and either get sick from carbon monoxide or they just, unfortunately something blows up against it. I mean, it's not always their own stupidity. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. if something blows up against it. No, you have a fire. Right. And that's why we were talking about. So if you do use a space heater, make sure you get Don't. one that's, yeah, go yeah. ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, make sure that uh, you get one that's uh, like has the ceramic heaters in them. So that mm-hmm. way there's no exposed element. So 
if uh, they tip over, the dog knocks into them, or the kids, something lays into it, and all of a sudden you got a pillow leaning against it right. um, that was thrown on the floor because you didn't want to sit on it. You toss it off the side. Now that sits in there, and that exposed element can light the, the pillow on fire. So uh, right. and if you use the ceramic ones, they will not ignite things that fall into it. So it's a little safer. So that was the last little thing we came up with, I guess. Yeah. Oh, you hear that? You hear I that do, fresh meat? You got it? The music? Yeah. Yeah. So how'd your picture go? Uh, it, it was just, we. the pictures were already taken. We were just registering. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, you have to go up person and so they can see you? Yep, we had to raise our right hands and solemnly swear. It was really interesting. Really? Yeah. For a passport? Yes. What? <laughs> no. Get out. I am not lying. You're to you. yanking our chain. I am not. All right, we might have to talk about this next week. Yeah. Because I know my wife had to do that when she became a, a U.S. citizen, but not a U.S. citizen getting a passport. Right, right. Very official. I guess. You, you, what, you promised to uh, serve and protect the United States and not say anything dis- disparaging remarks while you're overseas? Something like that. Wow. <laughs> okay. Well, there you go. Uh, podcasts and preview shows available at MightyHouse.net, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and at HomeApprovementUSA.com. You can find all, all the links at MightyHouse.net. Video clips of the show are available at MightyHouse.net and in our Mighty House YouTube channel. Uh, next week, we're going to have Kim McIver, and uh, she's from Habitat Women's Build. So we're going to have her on the show to talk about that. Wow, that didn't take long. No. And we'll have the Mighty House Tip of the Week, Clutter Clarity. In between that, we'll be taking your calls. calls and I'd like to say thanks to... Commissioner Friedland from the City of Chicago Building Department. Mm -hmm. It's always great to have her in there and catch up with what they're doing there. Uh, Thanks to everybody that called in today, and uh, thanks for listening. For Trixie, Fresh Meat, Randall, Rich Cowgill, and Robbie Earhart, who's no longer with us. She's uh, down in Florida and lost her connection. Uh, And the entire Mighty House team, I'm Ron Cowgill. Keep it square and level. Until Until next Saturday. Saturday. If you have any questions during the week, you can always post them on Facebook and Twitter. Join us next Saturday for more home infotainment. Mighty House is a square and level media production. Mighty House.